Welcome to the Storypreneur Podcast, where the art of storytelling meets the world of business and entrepreneurship. On this show, we share tips and strategies on how you can communicate your message and offer in a way that not only attracts more leads, but also helps you speak with confidence and close more sales. Whether you're a business owner, coach, speaker, or just someone looking to up their persuasion game, this podcast is for you. Join us as we explore the power of storytelling and how it can help you stand out in today's crowded market, build better connections with your customers, and take your business to the next level. Now, let's welcome your host, Devin Rodriguez. Welcome back to the show, everybody. And man, I just got done with a coaching call. So this is kind of an impromptu recording, but I just got done with a call with a client and there was something that I said in that call that I really want to share with you and make the topic of today's discussion. And that one phrase that I want to share with you is this, meet your audience where they are, but show them what's possible. I'm going to say that again, meet your audience where they are, but show them what's possible. So I was on a call with this particular client here and I have a very unique gift. My gift is the ability to sit down with you for one hour, ask you a series of questions, pull your story out of you, and say your story back to you as if I were you. And inevitably, every client that I've ever done this with has some type of breakthrough. And the breakthrough that this client of mine had today was, Devin, I just didn't ever think that anybody would want to listen to all of the hard times that I had been through, all of the crap that I have been through, all of the trials, tribulations, the ups and the downs. And she's in a financial services space, and she was looking for a way that she can genuinely and authentically connect with her customers and her clients, mostly through social media. And we were talking about it, and I was asking super deep questions like, by the way, here's a couple of questions to steal if you really want to take your storytelling to another level and I'll teach you and I'll and I'll talk about why that is in a little while but the the two questions that I asked her that are super deep are when your client or potential client lays down in bed at night and it's just them and and their thoughts what are some phrases that they say to themselves such as man how am I going to make it through the rest of the week on $20 I don't know how much longer I can continue to do this Why is this always happening to me? It's not fair. Now, time out. Why did I ask this question? Because here's what master storytellers do. Master storytellers get super clear on the internal dialogue that our audiences are having. Why? So that when we craft our stories, we can share our internal dialogue. Most of the time, guess what? They're pretty similar. Why is that? Because we are perfectly positioned to help the person that we once were. So when we're sharing our stories, let's make believe like our client, one of the things that they may say in their head is, man, I don't know how I'm going to make this $20 stretch. A story I might tell is, I was walking around Walmart going up and down each lane, checking the price of every single item because I didn't know it. And But when I pulled up my bank account, I saw I had $20 left and it was still a week until payday. And at that moment, the only thought that ran through my mind was, how am I going to make this $20 stretch? How much longer can I keep doing this? So what am I doing? Let's put another time out there. What I'm doing is I'm reflecting back to the audience, their internal dialogue. Why is this so important? Is because it connects us 
with the audience because we are verbalizing what they are feeling internally and what they are keeping silent. Because here's the thing, they're too embarrassed to share that. They're too embarrassed to tell anyone about that. They don't want other people to know. But when you verbalize it and you're able to express what they have been hiding for so long, it automatically forms a connection between you two. Because at the end of the day, what they're going to say is, wow, I've never had somebody understand me like he or she understands me. Why? Because you're able to verbalize what they have been keeping silent. So that's the first question is, you know, what is the internal dialogue that your audience is having when it's just them in bed at night and they're thinking about what they're going to have to do tomorrow? They're going to have to go back to that job they don't like. They're going to have to go back and make $20 stretch. They're going to have to keep trying to make ends meet. They're going to have more month than they do money. But the other question is, I asked this very specific question. How would you describe that your audience is feeling using single words, such as exhausted, overwhelmed, tired, empty? You get the point. Why do we do that? Guess what? We're going to reflect back to the audience those specific words. Why? Because that is what deepens understanding and connection and relatability. For example, let's say that we've identified that our audience is tired, overwhelmed, and exhausted. So now where I'm sharing my story, guess what I'm doing? Because, by the way, we're not lying. We're helping someone that we used to be most of the time. So what we do is we share stories not from where we are now, all successful. We share stories from where we were. Why? Because that will meet somebody where they are. People don't care about your successes as much as they want to know that you understand their failures. And the way that you make people know that you understand their failures is to share all of the failures that you've had. Because that's what people connect to. So as you're sharing your quote-unquote failures, because they're not really failures, or your really difficult times in which you went through all of the crap that your audience is probably going through right now, guess what you're going to say? And I felt tired, and I felt overwhelmed, and I felt exhausted. So what did I just do? I verbalized, once again, something that my audience has never told anyone else before. I'm verbalizing what they're internalizing. Mm, that was good. Damn, did I just say that? Oh, I'm verbalizing what they're internalizing. Oh, that was pretty good. I mean, that just came off the tongue. <laughs> so what we what we do, and those are some Jedi ninja tricks that I just shared with you right there. That is how you deepen rapport. You build the trust. You form that connection, and you make yourself relatable to the audience. You do not share stories based off of where you are. Most of the time, okay, those stories will be about 10% of the time. The other 90% of the time, you will be sharing stories that your audience will be able to relate to right here, right now, because they're probably going through that story right now. You're tracking, you put, you're picking up what I'm putting down. So that is how we meet people where they are. We go and we share our experiences and our stories that relate back directly to what they are going through right now. But here's the key. When you're sharing your stories, you want to go back and be in that moment. Now, here's a caveat. If you went through something super traumatic, super hard, you cried, you, all of this stuff happened, I don't want you to break down on the stage and cry because here's a rule of thumb. We only share stories that we stand on, not stand in. See, it's one thing to 
like you, you just went through a breakup. You went through a bad breakup. You're crying. You're like devastated. Oh my God, what am I going to do? That is not the time to share the story because you haven't been able to process it, to work through it and to learn the lessons. But maybe after a couple months, a year, however long it takes you to get through it, when you learn the lesson from the experience, that is when you stand on the story. And you only share stories that you stand on, not stories that you're currently in. So I hope that makes sense. So with that being said, we have to, when we're sharing those stories, we have to go back to that moment and feel the feelings that we felt, but do it in a controlled manner where we don't start breaking down and just totally, you know, like it's a sorrow session. No, because remember, storytelling is not a therapy session. It is an empowerment session. So people don't come to you to feel depressed and to cry. They come to you to be empowered and to take new actions that they've never taken. So yes, go back to that moment of, of turmoil and when you just couldn't do it anymore. And I want you to feel it just like you were back in that moment, but I need you to feel it from a position where you're on it instead of in it. So now you're sharing those emotions, but you're empowered. You know that it made you who you are and it will enable you to become all that you can be rather than looking at it as something like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? We do not share those because we we are not yet over them. Okay, we're not yet on top of them. So I need you to go back to that moment and bring me there. Don't Don't tell the story from where you are now. Yeah, this one time I was super depressed and I was tired. No. What you want to do is there was this one time where I just sat on the edge of my bed and I asked myself the question. I said, how much longer can I go? And I just felt exhausted. I felt tired and I felt overwhelmed because it seemed like every single day that I got up, it was the same vicious cycle that had no end in sight. You see the big difference? On one end, I told it from where I am now. I was depressed and overwhelmed. The other side, I brought the audience back with me to that specific moment. And here's the key with all of this. You have to include detail. I sat there on the edge of my bed. Why do I say that specifically? That's strategic. Why? Because it will get the audience to go somewhere in their imagination that they otherwise would have never gone. So you want to activate the imagination as best you can. And the way that we do that is through detail. You know, Picasso has the paintbrush and his canvas. He draws a beautiful image. I want you to think of yourself as Picasso. Your paintbrush are your words and your canvas is the imagination of the audience. The quicker you understand that, the quicker you realize that the details make all the difference. So when you're sharing that story, take the audience back to that moment with you. And when you're doing all of this, You're meeting the audience where they are. They are currently in the suffering. They are currently in the pain. They are currently in the breakup. They are currently in the trauma. They are currently in the stress. They are currently in the position where they don't want to wake up and go to their nine to five job. So when you're sharing these stories over and over and over again, you're reinforcing to that audience, I understand you. I know where you are. I got you. And what are they saying to you? Man, this person really understands me. They know what I'm going through. But here's the other side of it. Remember I said, meet them where they are, but show them what's possible. So there's three phases that I walk people through. The first phase is called the before phase, which is what I just shared with you, which you want to spend about 80% of your time. That's where you want to spend 80% of your time in your message is sharing the before because people will never transform or never take action if they do not relate to you. 
What I see too many people doing when they're sharing their stories is they're sharing how great they are. Always remember, people do not care about your successes as much as they care about knowing that you understand their failures. The way that you understand their failures is to show to them that you've been through something very similar. So 80% of the time is spent on the before. 5% of the time is spent on what we call the discovery. I am positive that if you reflect back on your life, there was a moment in time where you came to a crossroads, where you knew that you just could not continue to live this life, where you know you either had to keep going or give up, where you could have gone left or you could have gone right. You would have went up, you would have went down. You would have went, you get what I mean. It's that point where you just, you have to make a decision. For example, the client that I was just with, there was an instance where she had where she went through some financial troubles, a very specific situation, and she just sat there and she said, what the hell are you doing? And that was the turning point in which she began to change. So what was your turning point? So first you share the before, you bring the audience back to where you once were. Why? Because it helps us connect and relate with one another. But then you share a specific moment in time that you understood that you had to make a change. What was that for you? Share it with the audience. I don't know what that will be for you. But once again, you have to use details. I want you to control your pace. I don't want you to be super fast. A lot of the times what you have to do when sharing the discovery or that like epiphany moment, you need to actually slow down a little bit. Because when you slow your voice, people lean in. You want people to lean in at that moment. Why? Because you want them to see that they can also have that breakthrough moment as well. So then you share that breakthrough moment. I went through this, 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 and you're being detailed. You're telling them what, you're not just telling them something, you're describing it to them using the five senses, right? What you saw, what you smelt, et cetera. And then you spend 15% of the time telling people where you are now and how it feels now and how you've overcome and how you've conquered and now you're this new person. And then, We tie it all in with, well, what's the obvious next step is, so I understand you. I understand what you're going through, but I also know what's possible for you. So we have the before, we have the discovery, and then we have the after. The after is where you are right now. You're empowered, you're a coach, you're a speaker, you're doing all of these amazing things. And what that's going to show the audience is it's going to show them what's possible for them. But remember, that's not the most important thing. First, we have to distract them from their current reality. Then we have to dispute that there's something bigger that they can be doing with their life. And then we inspire them, showing them what's possible for for their life. And then at that point, you know what people are going to be thinking? Wow, this person really understands me. They really get me. And they show me what's possible. Now, guess what the next obvious step is? Well, how would you like to work with me? I have an opportunity to work with three people where we're going to learn exactly how to use your story and position it in a way that connects you with your audience and makes you relatable so they're willing to pay you. Listen, I I know how it feels to be in a position where all you want to do is serve the world, serve your audience, but for some reason your message isn't landing. I hope you can see that by now that I've lived in that place for years of my life. But it wasn't until I invested in a mentor that my life changed. And I want to position or I want to offer to you the opportunity 
to experience the same type of transformation that I experienced. And that's why I started my program, blah, 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 blah. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to the back of the room. I want you to go to this website. I want you to head to the link in the bio. See what I'm doing? So when you share your story in this way and you spend 80% of the time in the traumas and the turmoils and all of the crappy stuff that you've been through, you build such a rapport with your audience that they say, oh my God, finally, that's someone, someone that understands me. Then you share the turning point and that sparks in their imagination, wait, what if I have a similar turning point? Now, if you want to take it up a level, your turning point it's, this has to be genuine though, right? Because we don't actually make this stuff up. It's genuine. If your turning point is like when you invested in a mentor, that is even more powerful. Why? Because it shows the audience that if they want to have a turning point as well, they're going to have to invest in a mentor. So now, 10 minutes, 20 minutes later, when you position yourself as that mentor that can help them experience that turnaround, <laughs> the, the solution is obvious. It's an obvious yes. So, the before, the discovery, or the epiphany moment where everything turned around, and then the after. Show them what's possible. Show them what life could look like if they took action, and then just simply give a, a call to action. Here's what I want you to do next. Boop. Why is that so simple? Because now they trust you. They know that you understand them. You have their best interest in mind, and then you showed, you showed them what's possible. Well, guess what? The only thing that's stopping them from getting to what's possible is information and implementation. And you have both. So the obvious next step is for them to work with you. So I hope that this message served you well today. Please implement this material because I'm giving you my best stuff away for free. Okay, I'm giving it all to you. I want you to implement it. See how it works for you in your business. And I pray that you just continue to meet people where they are, but show them what's possible. Thanks for tuning in to the Storypreneur Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the tips and strategies shared today and are feeling inspired to take your storytelling to the next level. My friend, it's time to share your messages in a way that enables you to stand out from the crowd, have a massive impact, and dominate your industry. All it takes is having a story and knowing how to deliver it. Before you go, we'd really appreciate it if you share this episode with a fellow business owner who you know needs to become a storypreneur. Thanks for being part of our family, and we'll catch you next time.